Father, we give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. Thank you for your awesome presence. Thank you for your awesome presence. Thank you for your awesome presence. That it is all we need, your presence. Let no word proceed except that which you have spoken and you are speaking. Daddy, speak your mind. Let me decrease. The treasure is in the heaven vessel that the excellency may not be of the heaven vessel but of the treasure. Father, glorify yourself. The prophet said, who has believed our report and to whom has the hand of the Lord been revealed? Cause us to believe the report of the Lord. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. Thank you for all that you are. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless every one of us for coming. And you can kindly take your seats. I must say that it's by the Lord's great love that we find ourselves here today. And it is always a blessing and it's always a miracle that people actually show up. People actually show up for service. Because we live in a time where our Christian witness has been reduced to almost nothing. Hallelujah. But I thank God that there is always a promise that we can fall back on. That they that know their God shall watch through, hallelujah, and do exploits, amen. They that know their God, they that know their God shall watch strong and do exploits. And I, I am always grateful to God that no matter how corrupt the generation gets, there would always be for every one man 7,000 that has not bowed down to bow, amen. So when you find yourself here, count yourself blessed as part of people that, that, that can stand for Christ in this generation. Maybe, maybe you, are, you are here and you are wondering that me, I'm not really making headway. Trust me, the fact that we are here and God is working in us, the Holy Ghost will bring it all to pass. Amen. I've come to realize something that it is by, it is by everything is by His grace. You don't find yourself here because you are so special or maybe you have a correct mind. We all don't have correct minds. But the Lord has worked in us and worked on us so that we find ourselves in His presence. And it's such a blessing. Hallelujah. So I don't take this privilege for granted, being able to speak to us this evening. God bless you, Daddy, for all your great leadership everything that you do for us. God bless you so much. And God bless every one of us for making it this evening. This evening, I want to talk very briefly on the wisdom of dying. Hallelujah. The wisdom of dying. We are very quick to bring out our notebooks and write. But, I, I, but many times we don't listen and the things that we write we never read it hallelujah so maybe today you just want to listen amen if the Lord will do us show us mercy and will cause his word to latch onto our hearts amen and continue ministering to us and take us to our rooms Amen. Because Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen. So I want you to listen. Amen. I asked that daddy told me I was going to minister today, like yesterday. And I was I was telling God that God if you don't have a word for me, then it's better we don't show up at all. If you don't have a word for us, there's no need coming to church. Nowadays, church has become routine. So we just come. 
but it is not church if God will not speak. So as I, I, as I prepared this morning, I was thinking through it and then immediately this thought came, the wisdom of dying. And I was like, ah, how can there be wisdom in dying? It's, it seems very strange. Because, and trust me, I'm not that intelligent to come up with such nice things. Yeah, so if there is wisdom in dying, it's not because I wanted to share that one with you. Amen. And I always give a disclaimer whenever I'm coming to talk about God's talk, speak God's word. I always say that it's not my word. Trust me, some of the things I will be saying, I don't want to say it because it affects me myself. I'm here to talk to myself also. Amen. I'm not just here to talk to you. Amen. I am here to also talk to myself. And so if you are the one that the word is referring to, just look forward and just keep smiling. Yeah. Then nobody will know that it's you that I'm talking about. But if you've made your face straight, everybody will know that it's you I'm talking about. Hallelujah. As it stands right now, nobody knows anything. Hallelujah. So just keep smiling. And then when you are angry, don't be angry with me. Be angry with the Bible. Be angry with the Bible. And not my Bible. You can be angry with your Bible. If you read it and it's inside your Bible, then be angry with your Bible. You can't be angry with my Bible. Hallelujah. Amen. If it is your phone, then please be angry with the Bible on your phone. Simple. Amen. So basically, death means separation from your source of life. That's all. When you are separated from the source of your life, you are dead. So if you take a tree and you cut off a branch, no matter how fresh the branch looks, it is dead. Amen. Because the, 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 the roots or the plant is the source of its life and its nutrition. Amen. So as long as it's not getting nutrition and a source of supply, a source of life, it's only a matter of time you will see that it is practically dead. Amen. So you can also try it with your hand. If you cut your hand off, your hand may look like it's your hand, but you give it like a few hours, you realize that your hand is actually dead, practically dead. Amen. You can try it with your head. Don't try this at home. It's not right. Aha. Uh -huh. You realize that you will die practically. Uh -huh. just because there has been a separation amen and we are, if you read the account of Genesis 126 he's talking about God t telling himself and his people that let us make man in our own image amen so from the very word go man's supply is in God amen man's supply man's source of life is in God amen so Bible says that God said to let us make man in our own image. Then he gave the criteria that he may have dominion. Amen. So that was what God said. And so he made man out of the dust of the earth and breathed into him. So that breath is what made man come alive. Amen. So I don't want to bore you with the details because I'm sure you know from Sunday school and from reading your own Bible. Amen. I hope you've been having your quiet time. You will know that one. Then we jump to Genesis chapter 2 verse 15 where God gave them a command that of every tree in the garden you can eat. You can eat of every tree. But there is, another, there is one tree being in the garden called the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. That one you should not eat. Because the day you eat it, that day you will die. We always make it look like um, they died because they ate the tree. Like, like the tree is some poisonous tree. But the tree was not poisonous. Amen. They died because they disobeyed their source of life. So immediately they were cut off. Amen. And Jesus reiterated it in Matthew 
when he was tempted of the devil, he was like, turn these stones to bread. I was like, no. The first deception is that you eat to live. That is not true. Man shall not eat, live by bread alone. That means that man can live without bread. Man can live without bread. You can, Lord, you can actually live without bread. Bubu, you can live. Where is Bubu? She's not here. You can actually live without bread. Max. Aha. You can actually live outside of bread. In fact, if today they decide that don't eat this, you can still live. Amen. But then he said something, but by every word, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. That means that man can live without bread, but man cannot live without the word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. That means that the obedience of the word that proceeds out of the mouth of God is the very source of our life. Hallelujah. Please, you are all brilliant student. Do you understand what I am saying? Okay. I've not confused you. So man, you can eat, live without fried rice. You can live without fried rice. You can live without bread and peanut butter. You can live without indomie. You can live without cane cake. You can live without all those things. But as long as you do not obey the word that proceeds out of the mouth of God, you are dead. Hallelujah. Because therein is your life. So man died because of disobedience, not because he ate a tree. If God had said, of all the trees you can eat, just don't eat of this apple tree. If he had eaten of the apple tree, he would have died. It's like, it's simple. Amen. The consequence is the same. Because disobedience is what leads to death. Hallelujah. And by one man, death entered the world. Such that everybody who lives the natural life of Adam is dead. Including yourself and myself. Bible says that we who were once dead in our trespasses, you are dead, I am dead. As long as I keep living the dead life. Hallelujah. So man continued to, in fact, man got jiggy and had children. Yeah. And you think that, oh, you see, God was not very smart. How can't you see that man has had children? No, 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 no. Man had children. Man was dead already. The life he was living was a dead life. Amen. So everything leads to death. Everything is dying. Everything is dying because of disobedience. Disobedience to what? God's word. Because God's word is the source of our life. Hallelujah. Remember God breathed himself. He breathed into man. The very word of God is his breath. Hallelujah. So as long as you are living your life outside the confines of God's word, you are dead. If you are angry, you see, you can argue that, eh, but you see, there are people who are very good people and are you trying to say that they are dead? Yes, they are dead. You, you don't believe? Yes, you are right. I don't believe it. The Bible says they are dead. Who am I to say that they are alive? Amen. Me to have had to accept the fact that we are dead. Amen. Now Christ came. When Christ came, Bible says that he came to live a life of obedience. Obedience. He, he, but in, in Philippians 2, he says that he, 2, 5 to 11, says that he did not regard equality with God a thing to be granted, but he emptied himself and took on the form of a slave 
and being found in the fashion of a man, he humbled himself and became obedient even unto death and the death on the cross. Wherefore also God has so highly exalted him. Amen. Obedience. Obedience. In Romans, it says that by one man's disobedience, it brought death to everybody. And by one man's obedience also, it brings life and justification to all of us. Amen. But that life he was living, according to John chapter 12, verse 24, it says that except a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains alone. Jesus was saying it. He was living a life then. But he knew that that life he was living, he had to die to that life. Because as long as that life is his only life, it will die. It will die. So he had to give up that life. And you know, we, have, we are very ingenious as Christians. We always like to think that Jesus did it so I don't have to do it. Well, Jesus did it so that you can do it. So that he will set the example for you so that you too, you can do it. So when he said that except a grain of wheat falls to the ground, Daddy has let us understand through all the teachings he's been teaching us in church that you are a seed. You too, you are a seed. You are a seed, you are a seed, you are a seed. Except you fall to the ground and die, you will remain alone. Hallelujah. Except you fall to the ground and die, you remain alone. Because you see, the life you are living is a life bound to die. And that is it. Life is a death sentence. We are the day, the day will come, you will go. You people will say, when they, yeah, I refuse it, I refuse it. Like kitty, 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 like the guy was going to knock thousand. But you forget that even if he had knocked thousand, he would still have died. Hallelujah. Because the life he had was a dead life. And the only way to be able to live the living life is to be able to die to the dead life. Truth. It's true. If you want to live, you must die. And I am not saying that go and take a, a, a machete and chop your head off. You just have died quicking the dead life's dying. No, 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 it doesn't, no, no, that, the dead, killing that dead life, you know, Charlie, it's not easy like that. Like, take a machete, chop, no, 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 it's not that easy. Then you read John 12 again, you go to the 26, it says that he that would lose his life, he that would save his life first, will lose it. You will lose it. For most of us, the life we are hanging on to, you will lose it because of the way you are holding on to it. It says that, but he that will lose his life now for my sake will find it. Will find it. Hallelujah. Right now, we are living in a world where all we care about is our life now. And yet you are it's like you are you have rotten food and you are trying to carnish it. It's rotten. If you eat it, your stomach will pain you. You can eat it and even put like the book a laser fire under it. It will burn. Yes, when you will still, if you eat it, it will still be some way. Hallelujah. So what you have is not worth having. It's not worth keeping. 
But that is the one reason why we also disobey God. That is the reason why. Because we want to save that life. That life that is already rotten. No, look at yourself. And I look at myself also. So it's not like I'm looking at you. And I'm not talking to you. So you, if you are talking to you, just look straight. Just like, look straight. You think you are alright and then you are not alright. You, 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 you felt like those who are in first year, you felt like, oh God, I've entered the university. Has your problems finished? Have you, oh, have your problems ended? Really? Your problems have not ended. Hey, how about those who are in final year? Has your problems finished? Almost. Double. H. Hey. Yeah. Every day life is proving to you that it's not worth keeping. It's not worth keeping. And yet, this life, the first thing it infuses in you is that you can't lose me. You can't lose me. Hey, Charlie, don't do and lose me. Hey, if you lose me, you will die. You will die. If you lose me, you, will, you are finished. Well, if you, lose, if you lose this life, you will find it. You will find it. It's lying. The one thing I sell dead life does is that it protects itself. One of the first ways it protects itself is by instilling fear in you. So when I say ourself, I'm looking at all that we want. Everything that is us quintessentially. Oh, I want to be a doctor. Hey, if you fail this exam, you won't be a doctor oh. You will be a doctor and then you will become poor. Hey! So you are sitting down, you are sitting down reading and I know there is somebody, self is literally standing on your neck saying that, Charlie, if you don't learn, you become poor. Isn't that true? Isn't that true? So you will lie in the exam, you will cheat in the exam because self is saying that, Charlie, make sure you don't lose me. If you lose me, you are finished. Something has happened. You need to speak the truth. And then self comes. Hey, this one, if you speak the truth, you'll be rusticated. If you, hey, and if you are rusticated, you see, there are people who even speak more terrible lies. Yes. And if you don't hate, so you are going to say the truth. Are you the only Christian in the world? But what about God said that He can forgive you now? Yes. So if you lie this one, one, then what will happen? It's telling you that you know what? You need to protect me. You need to protect me. You need to protect me. You see this guy, you know, or this girl, you know she's toxic. She's not good for you. But you are like. Self is like, hey, if you don't get this girl, you will never get anyone again. Yes. And you see, your children, but if you don't take care, your children will be arguing. No, you see, it may seem ridiculous to you, but I had another, like, I've had really ridiculous things in my life. Yeah. Self. Self. Self-ambition. So somebody got applause and not you. And then yourself gets up. Mm. They don't recognize anybody except the people they know. The way they like themselves. As for us, we do all the work and nobody even recognizes us. Hey, self is telling you, protect me. Exalt me. Lift me up. You have something you want to share. Hey, you want to share what? What if tomorrow you don't have? If tomorrow you don't have, the people that you have been sharing with, they will, they will, they, 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 you see, you hear the idea that a poor man no friend. Yeah. 
You remember that adage? Poor man, no friend. It's in the Bible. You, you'll be surprised what self will tell you to protect itself. Although it knows that if you follow it, you will lose your life. So you see, as long as you are living your life, the folly is that you are keeping something that is dead. Dead. It's dead already. It's not like you can resurrect it. No, it's dead. It has started stinking. But when you wake up in the morning, then you take perfume. Then when by afternoon, it's starting to stink again. Oh, you spray it a little more. Hallelujah. But Jesus did something. He said, except that grain of wheat. You see, the thing about the grain of wheat, or the, you see, Daddy did a demonstration for us last time with a grain of rice. Like, that one rice is so insignificant. You know that maybe not that particular rice, so, but another kind of, another rice in the world. When you put it on the ground, you know that it can grow. You know it can grow. But when you see it like this, that doesn't look like it can do anything. So, in keeping your life, you relegate yourself to insignificance. So, in planning on being wise, you are exercising the highest degree of foolishness. Self is telling you, preserve me. The other thing it's not telling you is that I, you are doomed to be insignificant for the rest of your life. Because although the seed has the potential for life, until it dies, that potential can never be realized. You have a lot of potential. But for some of you, if you don't let go of some of the things you are holding on to, you will never go far. Oh, you will finish UCC. You will probably buy a car. Marry a lady who will be led by you. Have a few children. Who would have the misfortune of having had, having been had by you? Yeah. Because as long as your life is not going to matter, you might as well have died. Then we can have hope that you will germinate. Yes. Yeah. But you must look at yourself and realize that I can't keep this life. This life that is full of myself, me, me, me. You, your whole world is filled with your trinity. Me, myself, I. Finished. Anything outside your trinity is an abomination unto your Godhead. An abomination. You only live for yourself. And then you, you one day wake up. You know, so what human beings do is that we seek for significance. So, look, now we are crazy. We actually seek for significance so much that if you are the shortest, you want to go into the Guinness Book of Records. Or when you are tall, you want to go into the Guinness Book of Records. Some people will eat cockroach. The highest number of cockroach eaten in five minutes. Just the quest for significance. The quest for significance. Please, I hope you are understanding that the, this whole life we are preserving, we are just being foolish. Yeah. So somebody, <laughs> we, we, we do this to ourselves because You've done three degrees, four masters, and two PhD. What, what will we call you? <laughs> you, your own, maybe we should call you Dr. Dr. Philomena. Ah, 
Because your title has not been invented yet. So we have to find one for you. Philomena's looks good. Yeah. You philosophize that we have to add some to it for you. Yeah. So we we try to find we we are we are looking for significance. For some of us, we want money. 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 And then what's that will be oh, oh get money. If you get money, Charlie, if you have more money than this, like your family, you know, what now what's just so. So all your life you chase after money. Then you 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 hate. Now I hate it. Then you have become significant. Forgetting that your life is dying. And that maybe in the next generation, your nephew B is coming. He's coming to do what he has. His house that he will build is the light, your own. No, it's not, not, not. His own will be hanging gardens of something like that. His own will be technology house. Yours will be like yeah, cement house. Hallelujah. So then we, we, we run a little more because we don't want anybody else to overtake us. We run a little more. We run a little more until one day you don't have strength to run again. And you know what? The day you stop running, everybody tramples over you and overtakes you. And now you are left alone, a bitter old woman, a bitter old man, who says that, oh, when we were young, when we were young, nothing. Your life is dying. Your life is dying. So what Jesus did was that he came and he taught us how to say no. Except a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies. It will remain alone. So the wisdom rather is in dying. Is to look at yourself and realize that look, if I continue in this my selfishness, in this my looking at myself, in this my trying to overtake everybody, if I continue in it, I will not do well. The better thing for me to do is to let go of this life and take on the life of Christ, which is the life of complete obedience. Because in obedience, you are connected back to your source of life. And in being connected to your source of life, you are dead to this life. Because the Bible says that he became, <laughs> he said, being found in fashion as a man, Maybe I've not opened the Bible. Please open Philippians chapter 4, uh, chapter 2, verse 5. Lest you say that, hmm, when she was preaching, she didn't use any scripture. She didn't use any scripture. You've forgotten I've used plenty of scriptures already. And she had pocketed. Can you believe it? The people have, they have come to preach nowadays. They are not very reverent towards God, though. Okay, I've moved my hand. Being found in fashion as a man, he became obedient. The beginning says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Right? Good. So come down, come down, come down. Come to verse 9. What does verse 9 say? No, let's go to verse 8. Sorry, hold on, hold on. He said he humbled himself and became obedient. That means that your pride, like your thing, that you, dear, we should not talk about your issue, we shouldn't talk about your matter because when you take Jesus from there, you are next in line. Yeah. The pride. The Bible says that being found in fashion as a man, God being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself. And I was sharing with somebody some time ago that humility is knowing who you are and choosing to 
submit. Go down for somebody else and take somebody else's opinion. So this is God. Hey, you know, if me, I submit and then maybe, I don't even know how to even put it. Because me, I don't even know what I have that I, can, I shouldn't be able to submit. I'm looking for a good example. Maybe if, maybe let's say Archbishop decides that he wants to come and be our pastor. You say that, hey, he's humble. He has left that big church and he has come to minister to us. And when he comes to, you come and chat with us and all that. And all that. You feel like, hey, he's very humble. Wow. This one is not Archbishop. This is God himself. That's Archbishop senior, 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 by infinity. Eh? The one who held, Bible says that God, oh, he is the one who weighs the whole earth in a balance. In a balance, Charlie. You, even your room cry, you can't weigh it in a balance. Yeah. He said the cattle on the thousand hills is mine. The, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and they that dwell in it. You, you don't even own, like, you don't own anything. Yeah. Even the plot that your, ma your mother owns, Kran, or Chalice, for 99 years. After 99 years, they say you should break your house. Hey. Now, wow. So God humbled himself. No, you see, if God became an angel, it is humiliation. Yes, it's humiliation. Because for the creator to become a creature, Charlie, 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 you can't do it like that. It's not right. Then to sink low, below an angel, and become man, and take on this thing. This thing that is always dying. This thing that I lay. <laughs> I don't know those of you who you like you have decided you don't want to do something. You wake up in the morning and the thing says you want to do me. You want to do me. And you are like, I refuse it in the name of Jesus. By close of day, you have done it. Have you have you had that one before? Oh, like practically. Yeah, I, I feel your pain. I've been there. Amen. You wake up in the morning, good behavior. Skin is like, mm -mm. no good behavior today for you, my, my, my man. Hallelujah. And it's not like you are not doing your best. Though. You are actually trying. Then somebody, when you got out of your hostel, somebody, Hallelujah. So God came and he took on this skin. That is always saying things. Doing things. You see a girl, you don't really mean it. Before you realize your body is reacting. Why? Why? Or you see a guy like, girl, simple girl, not that we didn't have a problem, but he says hello to you and you forget how to walk. Ladies, have you had that experience? Like, <laughs> hallelujah. And Jesus came to take this skin. And then Bible says that being found in this skin, like, it's, it's complete humiliation to even be an angel, talis, demotion, then to be man. That is even more demotion, like demotion to beneath hell. Then when he became man, he humbled himself a little more. Like it's like they used a nail to knock him into the ground a little more. And then he became obedient even unto death. And the death on the cross, the most horrible one, that's the one. 
That's what it costs to do. Save your lives. The cross. The cross. The cross. Bible says that if you want to be my disciple, you must be willing to carry your cross every day. Every day. Every day. But you see, in the life, in the, in the death we are talking about, when you go through that door of that death, it is not darkness that meets you, it's light. Hallelujah. You will think that once I give up myself and my life and all I am thinking, all I want to be, for some of us who will not come to church or will never commit completely to Christ because of what we want to do. We will never commit. But I can assure you one thing, that there is nobody who has committed completely to Christ that didn't realize that they had more than they bargained for. Yeah. It is because of your wicked heart that you think that me, I'm broke. I'm not broke. No, I'm not broke. Because your eyes are bad. So you can't see a rich person when you see the person. Because wealth is having Christ. It's being able to take your life and lay it down. Jesus said, I, nobody, like, he, he literally said, no one can kill me. I take my own life and I lay it down and I take it back again. Like, like how cool is that? You too, you must make the same decision. And you know the thing about dying, it is something you must intentionally do. It's something you must intentionally do. You don't die by mistake. Like, you're not, your dead life there, you can die by mistake. But as for the life that Christ is offering, to die to this natural life and have that life, you, don't, you can't do it by mistake. Amen. It's not by mistake. That's why Jesus said that if you will be my disciple, take up your cross and follow me daily, daily and follow me. Every day and follow me. Because you see, your roommate will annoy you and you have to die. You have to die a little more so that when you wake up and she starts doing that thing, it doesn't annoy you. Have you seen a dead person? When you slap it, then you get up, ah, who slapped me? Have you seen some before? No. Yeah. You don't see that, at least not in this part. Amen. The life that Christ is calling us to is intentional. The death is intentional. Hallelujah. Don't worry, I'm about to end. It's a decision we must make. Luke 14, 26 to 33. What does your Bible say? Please, what does your Bible say? Somebody should read for me. Sorry? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. Hmm. Fantastic. Continue. Hold on. Come after me. That means that I. It's not like Chale. Oh, I beg you, come. I beg you. Oh, won't you come? No, no, no. It means that you take your cross. He is going, you follow, right? You follow. Some of us, we want Jesus to beg us. Today, Jesus has not begged me. So no quiet time for him. Yeah. He's not begged us. If you continue reading, it talks of just making a decision. Making a decision. For some of us, we want to have, like, we want to call ourselves Christians, but we don't want to do any of the work it takes. We don't want to 
die to ourselves. We don't want to, like, we just want to be ourselves and call ourselves Christians. Please, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. If you are not consciously dying every day, every day, God is not taking that anger from you. He's not taking that bitterness from you, that hatred from you. The fact that you there, you are jealous of everybody. If you see an ant, you'll be jealous of it. If God is not taking it away from you, please, you are not dying. And if you are not dying, you are not a Christian. You are not a Christian. Let's stop kidding ourselves. Let's stop kidding ourselves. I think we, we joke too much in church. And then someone will say that, oh, you see, the people, you see that woman, she's very intolerant. Yes, you are right. Yes, you are right. So I should tolerate you go to hell. Then she will be judging us too. Eh. This is what Jesus said to me. I didn't say it. In fact, as of the time, I wasn't born. So I don't know why he said it. But that's what he said. That if you are not willing to come after me, you can't be my disciple. He's not begging us. He's not begging us. Young ladies, young men, the time to 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 that the time that we have to come to the place where we are crucified with Christ. It's not tomorrow. It's not when you develop a, a chain or beard, 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 or your beard grows gray. No, it is now. One of the biggest problems I have nowadays is that when you see young people, they think that they have to like their youth is for fun. Then when they grow up, they do more serious things. Please. It is not like that. Your youth is not for fun. Because if you start with fun, you will end up dying. You will die with this dead life. And you will end up in a place where only dead people are. Hell. That place, all dead people are there. I've never seen one living person in hell before. Have you seen some before? Ah! Or you, you don't know. You don't know. You are, are you in hell? Ah! Ah! But I can assure you that if you continue with this, your dead life, you will end up there. Yeah. Don't think that you will not, you, you will choose to keep your life here. And you will end up in a place where the people who are there, they have, they have eternal life because they chose to give up their life here. here. Don't think so. Don't think so. Stop deceiving yourself. Let's stop deceiving. Can we stop kidding ourselves? You don't get to heaven by mistake. You don't get to heaven by mistake. Oh, like that. Oh, I woke up. I was in heaven. Hey, I didn't know I'll get to heaven. Hey, you are you are lying. If you are going, you know you are going. If you are going to hell, also, sister, you know in your heart. That is why when you think about hell, you are angry that I'm talking about hell. Amen. Because if you know you don't be, you are not a citizen there, why are you angry? Did I mention your name? Hallelujah. It's a decision we make. And we need to go through the process of dying. The grain of wheat must fall to the ground. And it's painful. Dying is painful though because Charlie, to see that fine chick and you can grind her part, she wants you to grind her. And you say that the Lord is my strength. I shall not. I shall not grind. I am going to my hostel and I'm going to take a cold shower and going to sleep. And I'm going to read my Bible. No, it, it, it is, it is it's difficult. Where this person has annoyed you, sir, and you have the opportunity to give her a job back, like, pa! And you decide that, you see, I'm going to be kind. I'm going to be kind, like I'm going to be nice. And then she'll be thinking that, oh, she's a sissy. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. That you see somebody else has something 
and you you choose to rejoice in fact you put yourself your your skin and everything is saying that ah lord why me i have been going to church all this time and you have not done anything for me and you say that no 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 lord you have been good lord you have been gracious to me so you see what you know what i'm going to do i'm going to rejoice with this person it's not easy it's not easy to decide to put your selfish ambition aside for the cause of Christ, like come for rehearsal. Oh, this time I could be resting. Yes, you could you can be resting, but you have to come. And it is like they are sitting on my happiness. Yes, we are sitting on your happiness. You have to die a little more. Amen. Small, small, we must die. Small, small, we must die. And you see, Jesus was led. The Bible says that like a lamb to the slaughter he opened not his mouth as for us we want to complain you know what as long as you are complaining you are not dead you are not dying yet until a time comes no wonder you see the problems that you are talking about it's like you keep going through the same problem over and over and over and over again like heartbreak one heartbreak two heartbreak three heartbreak why? Because you have not come to the place where you are letting go and surrendering. So you are, you insist on having uh, uh, Ricky Z. Ricky Z breaks your heart. Why low breaks your heart? Kwame breaks your heart. Everybody breaks your heart because Jesus, God is trying to get your attention. God is trying to get your attention. He's trying to tell you that you know what? I am life. Stop chasing things that don't matter. Stop, stop, stop. But you, you refuse to die. Right after Wailo broke your heart, you saw Jack Toronto and you're like, oh, Bobby, he's so nice. Yes, you break your heart and act. Yeah. Yes. Because you must, you must lose yourself a little more and come to the place where God's will is good for you. No, you, it's not like, you see, there are many ladies that when I say, oh, you must accept God's will for your life. And remember speaking with one of the ladies and she was telling me that, no, like one of my, my, my older daughters. And she was telling me that, mommy, I always am afraid when I, I have to pray, God, let your will be done. Because I feel like God will give me the one I don't like. Like, you see, you are praying that God, give me a husband, or give me a boyfriend. Then you are like, God, I want a tall guy. But let your will be done. Then God will bring the shortest guy to you. And then you have to be forced to like him. Like, this is God's will for me, so I have to like him. He's short and fat and stubborn. Please, isn't it true? Isn't it true? Ladies, isn't it true? Hallelujah. With a round head. Ah, so, so who should marry him? So add someone else can marry you see yourself. Someone else will marry him. But you 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 will marry him. Hallelujah. We must carry our cross and realize that, look, what we are doing, we are investing. We are investing. When you are investing, you, you, look, you don't complain. Because you know that what you are losing, what you are going to get is better, 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 better. In fact, even the, the Ben's Bold people, the people were forcing to give them their money. Yes, because in their minds, Charlie, what I'm going to get is better. Jesus is offering you that same investment opportunity. Better. He's saying that, come, lay down this your dead life. This one that won't take you anywhere. This rotten thing that every day you have to wake up and spray. Come and give me that one. I'll give you life. And life more abundantly. Then he says, then the next thing we have to do in dying, we must submit in every situation. That will lead us to die a little more. So this person is annoying. Oh, sister. It's okay. Maybe the annoyance is because of you, your anger and your bad temper. 
So God will keep sending you people who will annoy you, annoy you, annoy you. So that your temper at a point, after it rises up one day, you, you realize that Charlie, if I don't deal with this temper, I will die of heart attack. So you just say that, Lord, take this temper from me. And then he can work a good work in you. Amen. You must go to the place. He will do the work, but you must show up. Amen. And in showing up, as I said, the wisdom of dying is that number one, there will be multiplication. There will be multiplication. Yeah. Because if the grain of wheat falls to the ground, it didn't know that it could have like Nana Kansua and children. It felt like, oh, I'm dying, I'm dying, I'm dying. Then before you realize there is germination. And then you know the interesting thing. When it's coming out, it doesn't come out like a seed anymore. It first comes out like a leaf, then a stem, then it starts shooting up. It is impossible for you to live your life in Christ and lay your life down in Christ and not get way more than you bargained for. If you plant corn right now, when the corn is germinating, have you seen the corn sprout? Yay, I'm corn. I've come out. Have you seen some before? No. Leaves will come out, right? And then you don't know where roots come from. They also come. Eh? Then stems. Before you realize them, flowers are coming. Then big, big corn, like cob, like the cob, the whole cob comes up. And not just the cob, but it comes with a covering, right? Those are extras. Those are things you didn't budget for. So you, you, want, you want a good life. You know what? You must die. And in dying, you know what? God will give you even more. Even more. Because Bible says that nobody who has given up houses, lands, family, what? Name it. For my sake. Will not in this life inherit it. And in the next life, life eternal. Yeah. I'm not saying that you will be rich. I'm not saying you have a million dollars. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that you have more than you bargain for. Whatever you bargain for, you have more than it. Whatever you bargain for, you have more than it. For some people, you have 10 children. Uh, oh, you don't want that. Okay, you have two children. For some of you, it will mean that because of what God would want you to do, you may have three houses. Not because you can live in all, but because you are dead enough for him to be able to trust that when he gives it to you, it won't matter to you. It won't matter to you. For some of us, we will have wealth and riches, as in dollars and cash. But you know, what is cash to a dead man? It's like a punchy and cake. A punchy and cake. Yeah. Truth. Have you seen an a that likes cake before? I've not seen some before. So multiplication. That's the wisdom of dying. Multiplication. Don't worry, I'm, I'm getting out of your hair right now. And also, growth. Growth. Without dying, you can't grow. So some of us, we are the same. Since first year, you have been the same. Ah, it's because you insist on being yourself. If you gave yourself a little more, you realize that in dying you grow hallelujah you grow you see that there will be development in your life now people will look at you and go like oh Charlie Ramston Charlie you are like senior man yeah 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 and then there is there is the fulfillment of every potential in you once you die 
all the potentials will come out. Like the fact that you can give like 10,000 shoots. Yeah, it will come out. Because you see, as long as you remain a grain, your potential will die with you. It will be there. And you know, Christmas someone will use you as rice and you eat fried rice and you will be finished. Hallelujah. Once you enter somebody's digestive canal to get Charlie, you will do again. You are finished. Hallelujah. And because you go into their person's bloodstream. Even if they say matter is never created nor destroyed, Charlie, you are turned into blood. Amen. The wisdom of dying is continuity. It's the fact that you, you reproduce yourself and you never die. It's immortality. You never die. As long as you die, you can never die. Because you see, you will live on continuously and perpetually. That is the wisdom of dying. The wisdom of giving up this life is that you will not, not die. Bible says, Jesus said, that they that live and believe in me, they will never die. Never die. Never die. Look, you, you know what? I've come to realize in closing that one of the beautiful things, one of the beautiful rewards God, God gives is a name. A name. You know, when Jesus gave up everything, and died a horrible, terrible one. In fact, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death. Bible didn't say that. So God gave him a house. No. He said, wherefore also. God has highly exalted him and given him a name. A name is a reward. We hear of Abraham. God gave him a name. That's what he said. God bless him. It was like, I will bless you. Surely in blessing, I will bless you. And I will make your name great. Hey! In dying, your name will remain. You don't need to build a multi-million dollar company. You know what? God taught me one thing. That people run around looking for, hey, and hey, this one, you are written your name in what? Gold. Oh, you built what? Coca-Cola. Don't worry. Do you know the name of the person who started Coca-Cola? Do you know? Kevin, Kelvin, do you know? You don't know. Oh, but the guy he wanted to make a name for himself. But you don't know. You don't know the name. Hallelujah. Do you know their last name too? Like the name of his Nana Kanswa. Do you know that? No. Somebody will say that, oh, me, I am putting my name on the company so that my name will never die. So I'm calling it Yao, Yao and, and Daughters. Then when you die, somebody, your children, your daughters will sell the company. And then somebody will also come and buy and say, ah, what kind of name is Yao and Daughters? Hey, let's name it Price. Price, Price International. Your name is finished, like it's gone. Then they'll say that, oh, okay, then my child will name my name. Then the child grows up and says that, no, I want to call and be called Andre Davis. No! Like, why? So all you're trying to keep your name, it ends up in nothing. You don't get a name at all. But that's the beauty of dying. God will give you a name. And your inheritance will last. Amen. May God bring us to the point where we are willing to die. I want us to be on our feet as we just share a word of prayer. I don't know about you, but maybe you are here. You just want, you want God to touch you. We have a unique opportunity, so I'm going to ask you to come forward. Maybe you just want, you know that, Lord, I, this Christian life, I'm not really seeing talking. I really need, I really need to die. I need 
to take the next step. I need, I need to take the relationship a little further. You just want to lift up your, your heart and you want to come here. You just want to step forward. You just want to step forward. You just want to step forward. You want to take the relationship with God to another level. And you want to tell God that, Lord, here I am. Whatever it will take. Whatever it will take. If you want my life, you can have it. Whatever you want, you can have it. It's my anger, you can have it. It's my bitterness, you can have it. All that I am, you can have it. That you will be established in me. You just want to pray. You just want to lift up your voice and pray. Maybe you are, you are, you are certain that you just want to stretch forth your hands towards these ones. You just want to pray with them. I want to pray that God, you will touch these ones. You will, you will bring them to a place of knowing you. You will bring them to a place where their wills are committed to you. They are surrendered.